Thanks for listening to Hanging With The Sardellas Podcast Good morning Gracias, Ariela. We have a very special episode because it's the month of love. Así es, familia. Uh, before we continue, we'd like to thank God for giving us another opportunity to hang out with you again. My name is Edgar Shaboy Sotelo, and this is my wonderful wife, Janet. Hola, hola. And also with us today, two very, very special people in our life. Yes. They are both our mentors in radio and also in life. Yes, absolutely. And it's their fault that <laughs> Janet and I met and are now married. Yep. So we'd like to welcome Jimmy <laughs> and Lorena Gonzalez. Lorena's like, hey, don't put that on me. <laughs> Bienvenidos. Oh, thank you. Thank you. And, and uh, thank I just want to let you guys know that we are big fans of your show. Lorena Huge. and I uh, listen to almost every episode because we have a ranch out in the Texas Hill Country. So we, we have this six-hour ride and we can catch at least six episodes at once. <laughs> <laughs> So, Thank so you guys. Uh, it, it, we are fans, and you guys are doing an amazing job. And and uh, I I listen as a as as a broadcaster, but then I find myself listening as a listener. And always being inspired. So you do. You guys do a great job. Oh, thank you, Jimmy. Thank so you, thank good. you, Hefe. Thank so you, Lorena. Thank you, Lorena. So the reason I say that they're responsible for Jen and I meeting and getting married, yeah, please, share. is because Jimmy was the vice president of programming for Univision Radio. Excuse me. When I had just started in radio, I was at one of the meros meros, one of the most powerful people in radio. Todavía es. Es uno de los meros meros. Pero digo, en ese entonces en Univision. Ah, claro. Él era uno de los meros meros, one of the most powerful people in radio at the time, and for some crazy reason he believed in me right this kid that was just putting stickers on cars and he tried to get me into san antonio and then basically the gm there was like bro you're crazy this kid got zero experience <laughs> like no and then you know las vegas long story short he found me a spot in san francisco california thank god janet yeah. was going to college in san francisco yep therefore that's how we met mm -hmm. if jimmy oh. and lorena wouldn't have been part of our life i probably would have never met janet and then fast forward time, we get married. They end up in Dallas, Texas, where we first got married and lived there our first couple of years. Then we were living life with them, and it was the best years. Yes, we moved in together. <laughs> <laughs> Clarify, no, we just live in the same town. Full circle, Jimmy becomes my direct boss yeah. in Dallas, Texas, when I was working in radio there for uh, Mega y luego La Grande 107.5. They've been a part of our life, our journey. But Became like family. Victoria, she's like my little sister. Just love them. They are family to us, and we can't wait for you listening right now to hear their journey. There are so many things that we could tell you about this amazing couple. But more than anything, I think right now what we need to hear, especially for those of you that are in a relationship, and I was talking to Jimmy about this yesterday, I feel like more than ever, people in relationships are so quick to hit the eject button. Yeah. When things get a little yeah. rocky, a little difficult, it's like, I'm on his way. Let's go. Like, a lot of couples almost use it as a weapon. Like, 
oh, well, let's just get separated or let's just divorce or let's end it. What, you want to end things out? You know, it's almost like this so easy to go with. It's ego. Mm -hmm. Again, there are certain situations. We're not trying to be judgmental in any way, shape or form. We respect all relationships and decisions. But we do want to share this amazing journey that Jimmy and Lorena have been on because they went through some really rocky times. And we thank you guys for being open, being vulnerable and hope that many people get inspired by your story. You guys got married in 1991. And again, there's so many things we could talk about, but I really want to speak about the biggest challenge that y'all had to go through that according to Jimmy, and I wonder if Lorena agrees with this, was in 2009. Mm-hmm. What led to that big challenge, right? Because those big challenges in our relationships don't happen overnight. Mm, I see. It was a period of time where our thoughts, our behaviors start changing towards each other or we change ourselves y poquito poquito Mm -hmm. it comes to a point where all hell breaks loose Mm -hmm. right so what was that challenge what led to it and how did you overcome that challenge so why don't you guys take us away with just in a sentence jimmy what was that biggest challenge and then we'll take it back to what you and lorena believe led you guys to that point you almost did a johnny canales Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> you got it. Take it away. Take it away. <laughs> I need you to appreciate what? that. <laughs> they are Texan. Yeah. Absolutely. Hey, that's my hometown. <laughs> that's right. Uh, Lorena's from Corpus Christi. That's where we met in mm-hmm. 1990. And I will tell you, I, I think, and Lorena, you can agree with me or not, our biggest, uh, you know, how we got there is ironically, I think it was success, my success. My success in my career uh, really kind of caused, uh, I wouldn't say caused it, I would say it was, success is a great thing, don't get me wrong, but I think you have to be, you have to be prepared for it. Right. And if you don't get your priorities straight, then that's that it. is, that's where you're going to have problems. I mean, Lorena, mm-hmm. tell them where, what our priorities are, because I think we've talked about this many times. Well, the, the correct way yes. right, would be God being first, husband second, children third family and so forth and so so on and we had it totally backwards mm. during that time That's, what was the list if you don't mind sharing well with well, me it was you go ahead yeah yeah with me it was work you know because and, and at the time when you're in it you don't really you don't really realize it but i mean to me it was it was my job and climbing the ladder why i mean it sounds like a noble cause right to be able to provide for your family and and then that's the whole reason right but in in our particular case god was in the peripherals but not front and center not a priority so whenever things get out of order that's where the word disorder comes from right so it was work and then i would say it was probably family for me and then everything else and god somewhere in there Lorraine and I were married in the church. So we had a foundation, right? We had a foundation from which to work from. So that that was a blessing because ultimately that's what saved us and saved our marriage at the end of the day. So uh, that's the disorder, I think, that caused the the issue. Mm, I remember those pictures. Puffy shoulders, puffy hair. (laughs) (laughs) Big hair. Big, huge hair. You guys were really young, too. I mean, is mm-hmm. it's a success and being young. And, you know, you're right. As as a man, you think that, especially in our Latino culture, we think that our love language of telling our family we love them is by providing, you mm-hmm. know, and, hey, well, you have this house or, you know, we can pay the bills or you have these clothes or that clothes or whatever it is. And, and we get lost in that. And we really don't stop and ask our partner, you know, what's important for you? Mm-hmm. How can I show you love so that it actually means something to you, right? And not just my interpretation of love. 
What would you say was that difficult moment where you guys were about to lose your marriage? What exactly is it that, <laughs> Jimmy, you did? <laughs> Let's start there. It started with a prayer. You know, as Catholics, we light candles, you know, as a symbol of our prayer, right? Mm -hmm. A light, a light in the, in the world. And I think that was the uh, turning point for our relationship when we literally were on the verge of divorce. We literally uh, were living separate. I was living at the ranch and she was living at home and we had already told our kids, our children, wow. that we were, we were getting a divorce. And, you know, I think even to this day, Lorena will tell you, we had a conversation with our daughter just recently that they're still scarred from that, <laughs> yeah, believe it or not. No, yeah, that, was really, that was really hard to hear. Lorena, yeah. and what led to you saying, yes, let's get separated. Let's get a divorce, Jimmy. I agree with you. At that point, what was going through your mind? What was in your heart? What caused you to agree with that or even bring it up? Can I add before you answer, yeah. Lorena? Mm -hmm. Ever since I met Lorena, she's like the sweetest, kindest, most beautiful woman. Mm -hmm. Like she's very like, how do you say? Like she thinks about what she's going to say before she says it. And she's very loving and giving, you know? So yeah. for me to like hear this, that she made that decision, it must have taken a lot. You you were like just to the end. Like you, you couldn't have like, I want to hear that because I'm like <gasps> picturing you and knowing you. It was like you just kind of were like waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And then you're saying like, that she probably took a lot. Took a lot. That's to get her to yeah, that point. Exactly. Am I wrong? No, I'm, I mean, ugh, no pressure, but I just, I guess it just felt like, you know, there was nothing else I could do to, you know, keep him or keep us together. There was so much going on and he was never home. He's heard this from me before, but I felt like I was, I was a single mom. You know, I felt like I was the dad and the mom at times um, because he was gone sometimes five days out of the week like jimmy was in charge yeah. of the whole nation right yeah he was traveling was a lot mm -hmm. all the time um and then we had you know a little business going on at the ranch oh and then on top of that he was going getting his emba in san antonio so travel all week come home uh go straight to class on saturday or friday and saturday i think it was babe yep um mm -hmm. and then be done with school on saturday afternoon come home pack mm -hmm. and head out to our ranch and then you know start all over again it was really really hard and i just i guess i could say i started to give up you know because but then my mom helped me through this a lot <laughs> now i'm gonna start crying mm -hmm. um but she always told me that I needed to pray. It, it was basically just to never give up. And, you know, me being the, the wife and the mother in this family, you know, I just shouldn't give up. So I prayed that every day and lit my St. Jude candle and prayed every day. And uh, every time JD would come home, to, he would come home to grab a few things um, to take back to the ranch and we made sure that I wasn't there and that he would come home and pick up his things and the last time when he came he saw that my candle was lit next to my bed bedside on our night and this was and, and this was after we had already decided yeah, that we were, we were we were done. divorcing that we were mm -hmm. done uh, so did you see that as a sign Jimmy it was her candle that saved my the marriage candy. and her prayer because as God worked in my life, I was at the ranch on a weekend 
and the guy that was helping me with the ranch invited me to to have uh, dinner at his house on a Saturday night. And you know, when you're in a little bitty town, I mean, that's there's not a whole lot to do, right? So right. I said, yeah, sure. So I went, and he, they're still very good friends of ours, uh, Tommy and and Susanna. I went to their house, and this is how God worked with me because when I went to their house, they had dinner. Susanna made made dinner, and before the meal, they prayed, and I thought, wow. <laughs> That's kind of awkward for me because I haven't prayed in so long. Mm -hmm. it, it was just sort of strange. And their house was so filled with love and peace. Mm. And they're such simple people. You know, they're not rich, but they are rich in love and rich in family. And it hit me. It hit me hard. And this was after we had already made the decision to separate and to divorce. And so, and I had just a few more clothes to get. So that night I went back to the ranch and it was, it was uh, the good Lord speaking to me telling me that if you just pray, I could work things out in your in your life. Because I felt very alone at that time because we had already made the decision to divorce. And the very next day, I went to go pick up the last bit of my clothes, which was really going to be my last trip to our house. And I, I thought she was done, right? Because I kind of felt like she had given up. And well, it is, it's going to be what it's going to be. And when I walked into the room, I still saw that candle and I knew that she was praying too. So that light, that little light was all the little crack that I needed, just a little bit of hope that I needed. And I called her on the way back to the ranch and I said, are you sure you want to do this? Mm. Let's, let's, let's go have, let's go have dinner and discuss it. That makes me teary eyed because the power of prayer, we mm. don't see it. You know, you can't see it. You can't touch it. But you pray and things happen. And this is a perfect example of it. And how God worked yeah. in both of our lives. Uh -huh. Right. And because the communication was so broken between you two, neither of you had communicated that mm -hmm. y'all still really wanted to save your relationship. Yeah. And it took this candle that Lorena had lit because of a praying mom, her mom, mm -hmm. to show you, Jimmy, that she still was hoping for something better and to be able to fix y'all's relationship. And it took that beautiful family yeah. in, in Brackettville, Texas, to open my eyes and how ironic it is it have is that you mentioned something beautiful that this family wasn't rich financially but they were rich in peace and family unity and in joy and you just saw so much joy there and peace and they didn't need all that money that you were out chasing you were out chasing yep. that success to provide at some crazy level for your family but really in the process you ended up almost losing your family. Yeah. And it's it was like, profound. What are we chasing? And God places amazing, beautiful family in y'all's life for you to see. You got success totally wrong. Right. <laughs> we have success so upside down because of what we're fed right in this world. And it's about status and money and what you drive and, and et cetera, et cetera. But at the cost of what? Yeah. You said something else that was powerful. Jimmy, you said, you felt so alone. Right. And I bet you had everybody in the world wanted to be your quote unquote friend at the time. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. super powerful person. And it's just so beautiful to see how, how God used what you thought was success, flipped it upside down to show you what real success is in life. I also want to applaud um, Lorena's mom. 
Yeah. You know, sometimes in life we get influenced in a wrong way. Mm. And she was like, you got to keep praying for him and for your marriage. And she could have been like any other Latina mom, like, no, déjalo, a la fregada. You know, like, <laughs> you screw him. He's yeah. doing this wrong. Like, and not only our moms, but like, we can be friends for influence in a bad way. And she was like, no, mm-hmm. I support you guys. And that just shows what kind of a heart her mom has and the whole family, you know, like. Yeah. She just loved, she loves JD. I think she loves him more than me. (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's funny, it's funny you say that because I didn't really talk to my mother-in-law as much whenever we were going through this, just because I do love her so much. And I got one email from her in the midst of all this. And I'll remember it so clearly. All she wrote was, I love you. Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm. Oh my gosh. And what does that make you feel now, Jimmy? Just even remembering oh, that email. So blessed, uh, blessed to have family because that's what family is. Family, you know, we're we're on a mission together, and our mission is to get each other to heaven. Mm. And she never took the eye off the ball. Mm. She could have easily told you the opposite. F off, Absolutely. yeah. You know, she, look look what you're doing to my daughter. Every, <laughs> exactly. She had every every right and every reason. To do that coming up next i would love to hear what you guys discussed at this dinner after you jimmy see this candle that was lit in lorena's home you were going to go pick up the last things from that home and be on and continue on in your separate ways like what happened what did you guys discuss at that dinner that allowed y'all to save your marriage let us know coming up next When you're a Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card member, life's an adventure with your long-distance amorcito. Because who doesn't love walking around the Big Apple con tu media naranja? Or finding the most romantic sunset overlooking the Pacific Ocean? And sneaking in besitos inolvidables in Venice? The Delta SkyMiles Platinum American Express card. If you travel, you know. Learn more at go.annex slash you know. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. So before we get into the part of what you said to each other at the dinner after you, Jimmy, saw that candle that was lit by Lorena showing you that she was still praying for y'all's marriage. She still had hope that you guys could fix your relationship. What would you say were some of the actions that you were taking, Jimmy, that you now look back and say those were mistakes and that led you to steer away from your wife, from your children and your family? You know, with the money came... uh... (laughs) We, uh, we, we laugh because um, we still say it from time to time. 
with the money comes party, 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 right? Mm-hmm. No, my uh, parents would say that. Party, 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 man. We were partying, you know, uh-huh. we had no care in the world. You know, we party on Saturday night till two in the morning or until the cows came home. And it was a, just a party, at, one, one party after another, or one trip after another. And, you know, there you are on Saturday night at two. And then, well, shoot, you're not going to get up and go to mass on Sunday. Uh, mm. That's that's so last that's so uh, last thought, right? Uh, I think that's really what it was. I think it was just uh, living the carefree life, the partying, and in my case, the the drinking really didn't help matters, right? And that's what really threw me out of balance more than anything. And unfortunately, I'm always going to say it was my fault. And well, you know, like, and guess what, Jimmy? I'm not going to stop you. <laughs> No, it uh, was mine too. I wasn't I yeah. was in there too. And I think that's really kind of the the way that you really need to approach issues in your marriage is that start with yourself. It's your fault mm-hmm. because it takes two. And don't mm-hmm. think about, you know, when you talk to friends that have issues with their marriage, I always say, Don't talk about her. <laughs> what do you fix mm-hmm. you first? Wow. Can you what say that part again? You? Jimmy, can you say <laughs> that part again? That is that is huge right there. Go ahead again. Yeah, uh, and 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 there are times like we get the the blessing to counsel others, and they complain about their spouse. I said, "Don't I don't want to hear about her." Mm-hmm. And it's it's an it's inevitable in the in the length of a conversation that that person will always come back and say, "Well, and she does this, and she uh, uh-uh. let's talk about you. Fix you first. Talk about if you want her to change, you need to change." Wow. And that's how I approached it. And one thing, one one line. And I'll have to give credit to a priest, his name's Father Ricardo, who really stresses it in, in his talks, is love is a choice. And uh, Lorena and I live by that every day. It's like love is a choice. You have to choose love. Be, oh, it's yes, beautiful. It's, yeah, it's, it's an emotion, yes, and it, it's mm-hmm. all these beautiful things. But at the end of the day, when you start having issues or problems, you have to choose love. Our, our Lord and Savior, all he went through, through the crucifixion, on Good Friday, he chose love. He chose to love us for all eternity. He didn't have to, but he did. He chose it. So in a marriage, we need to choose love, much like Christ did for the church. Amen. We need to choose love. So even even when it's the hardest and there's things that, you know, that even the smallest things that you have in a relationship, Lorraine and I still uh, kid around and I always say, oh, love is a choice. Love is a choice. <laughs> you know, if, if, if she's vacuuming and I'm trying to watch a football game, I'm just thinking love is a choice. And because love is a choice, it, it makes it a verb, right? It's an action. And, right. and so love is more of a verb than it is a feeling because you got to take actions to show that love and to show that love to the other person in the way they perceive to be loved, right? Like, mm-hmm. how does Lorena like to be loved? Lorena, how does Jimmy like to be loved? You listening, do you know exactly how your partner likes to be loved? And you can't just assume that it's the way you like to be loved. It could be totally different, you know? Correct. And um, we need to learn that love language, for lack of a better term, for our partners and be intentional about loving them in that way. Do you know my love language? Yes. You love acts of service. Yeah, that's true. Acts of service and me helping you out with taking the trash. Yeah. Yeah, that's my proactive. That's my love language. And then also you like to be surprised and little details here and there for no reason. And you love hugs, kisses, and like, (laughs) I love you, I love you. (laughs) What about you guys? 
Do you guys know each other's love? Oh, hers is act, active service. Yeah. Tweeny. Big, big time. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Um, yeah. Jimmy, when you were, you spoke a little bit about in the partying with alcohol and, and so on and so forth. You were also getting your master's at the time. You were running this huge operation, one of the most influential, powerful companies in our nation. What would you say to somebody right now that is addicted to alcohol or pills or any other buddy, buddy, substance, buddy. right, <laughs> to keep going that hard? Well, I would say um, it's kind of cliche, but it's the truth. God will change you. Once you decide to put your life in order, mm. everything else will fall in its place. You don't have to change. God will change you, right? And I think that a lot of times I think people are afraid to, to take the path towards God because they think, oh, I've got to change. It's going to be so hard. It's not easy, but God will change you if you make that decision to, to reprioritize your life. I was, yeah, I was gunning. I was running and gunning, and somebody had said to me, hey, you know, you really should talk to the doctor about, about Adderall uh, because that will help you in your studies, and you may have, you know, attention. Uh, uh, Deficit yeah. disorder, yeah. And, and I said, well, yeah, I, I know I have attention. I don't have to take a test. I have <laughs> I am ADD. I already know that. I did get a prescription for Adderall. And slowly but surely, that was also wearing away at me as well and our marriage. Because so now you got alcohol. I'm on Adderall. And what Adderall did to me is that it would change, it would intensify your emotions. So if I was angry, I'd be very angry. And Lorena will, can tell you, I mean, in many ways, I wasn't myself. Mm -hmm. So you can see the devil's workshop, you know, mm. money, power, addictions. And I did get addicted to Adderall. I had to have it. I remember there was a shortage one time, and then they was like, you can't fill your prescription. I'm like, what? No, no. <laughs> how, how am I going to live? Mm. And, and there you go. You know, that's the, uh, that's the recipe for, for disaster. And disaster. ultimately, we ended up almost there. Which takes us to that dinner. You reach out to Lorena and say, do you really want to go through with this? And Lorena, you agree to go to that dinner with Jimmy that night when he saw that candle lit in y'all's home. What did you say to Jimmy? I want to hear your perspective when you walk into that restaurant. Well, it was different than all the rest because earlier on, you know, we would meet up for dinner and, and it would always be, okay, what are you going to do that's going to change, that you're going to change? You know, how are you going to change? Pointing the finger. On out? Mm -hmm. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Well, what are you going to do? So mm -hmm. it, it was, it never got resolved at all. The last phone call I got, let's meet up for dinner and let's have a little chat. Okay. So I went and the only thing that was said when we sat down, we didn't point any fingers at each other. He said, let's start going to mass mm. and not miss at all. Wow. Uh, you know, every weekend we wouldn't, let's promise that we would, you know, to go to mass every weekend. Let's start there. Okay. And I don't know. It was so, right, honey? It was just, we were just so happy. It wasn't even like, oh gosh, okay. You know, it, we were happy after that. After we decided that, we came home and I still remember opening that garage door and I said, kids, look who's home. <laughs> and they just were so happy and, you know, running. I don't know if you remember that, babe, but I still remember that. And um, ever since then, what, 2010, we have gone to Mass every single weekend for the exception of a few right. because 
we had the flu together. <laughs> we couldn't go. We were sick, sick, sick. Uh, COVID, another right. one, I think. Um, and yeah, but other than that, I mean, we just we get up and we we know we're going. Period. And our you know the kids are that way too. Yeah. When we were all living together at that time, they would get up and get dressed and let's go. They're choosing so, love. Um, yeah. And we, you know, the parents, we set the example for our kids and we have to show them, you know, because they're watching 1000%. Mm -hmm. They are watching us and they're going to do everything that their parents do. Lorena, so, what advice would you give women out there that are maybe going through what you went through? And it's difficult for them to forgive because yeah. they have every right to be upset at their partner for all the mistakes they've made. And, and granted, it, it is a relationship, so it's two. But, you know, in this situation, Jimmy made a lot of mistakes. How do you forgive all these things? How do you just say, okay, let's start going to church again and be happy? You know what I'm saying? Like, what helped you be able to forgive and move forward? After all just, the things that Jimmy had done. It's just in my head, just never give up. I mean, that's that's my husband <laughs> for how many years now? Um, 31. 31, going on 32. <laughs> um, awesome. But, you know, God is, is so great. You know, we put him in the middle of our relationship and put him first. But, I mean, prayer and, I mean, the, the main thing is just don't give up. The D word is not something that we say nope. anymore ever. ever ever what did you learn jimmy from success well i think success is a beautiful thing you just got to be prepared for it because whenever we made the decision to go to mass every week that turned into that, that then it's just like planting a seed and it's a, it blossoms right you yeah. know from that our hearts changed and when our hearts change you know we're not just praying on sunday we're praying every day before meals in the morning at night and yeah uh, you know, it, it's not just Sunday, so it becomes an everyday thing. And then the Lord blesses you from there. I mean, remember, I was still stuck in everything that I was in, but slowly he unraveled it and untangled all the uh, the tangles that I had in my life. And, it, you know, and at that time, I was like, please find me a job that I don't have to travel as much so I can be with the kids. Right. Uh, number two, I want to sell my ranch because it was taking up a lot of time. Right. And three, let me get through my EMBA, if that's if that's your wish. Uh, let me be more present to my family. So, I mean, talk about fast. <laughs> uh, Univision, I left Univision shortly thereafter, maybe a year or two after that. And I ended up at a job uh, with CBS Radio, a very you know prestigious company, Yes. Uh, where I didn't have to travel. <laughs> I was home. Mm -hmm. That's when I met you guys. And I was home every single day. And I was able to be with my daughter through her high school years. Mm -hmm. And that was so, such a blessing. I, my ranch sold in the middle of a recession cash so wow. and and it was somebody that came up and had made a lot of money in oil and bought it and took it off of me that would have never happened without god's help and then uh thirdly i graduated you know from the emba got off the adderall and i'm very careful about my my drinking uh right. now because i didn't have to change he changed me and mm. put me and us on a path to true success yes so that's that's the life that i'm living now and we're blessed with with grandkids, we've got five and one on the way. And I can't imagine my life without my wife, my mm. Valentine, mm. Uh, not enjoying these beautiful yeah. blessings wow. that God has given us. Thank you so much for sharing y'all's journey and inspiring us and, and our listeners. And, you know, I know there are some of you listening right now, but like heard Lorena say, don't give up, don't give up. And you might be going through some very difficult things, right? 
And I think we're, we want to be very careful in the sense of like, obviously there's situations where there's domestic, domestic violence, violence. Yeah, we don't. And, and things of that mm-hmm. sort. And obviously, you know, your safety comes first in all situations. So I think just in general, you know, just because, hey, I don't like him anymore or I don't like her anymore. It, don't give up. But also Lorena saw a true change in Jimmy. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and, yes. and Lorena, that helped you not give up. Right. Because oh, yeah. you actually saw that he did what he meant. Right. Hey, let's start going to mass. Let's go to church every Sunday mm-hmm. and then you saw his priorities change so obviously you got to see some action exactly they chose love they chose to change things in their lives and from yourself worked. and yeah. your partner yeah. right and uh, right. the other thing is like when you are going through difficult moments instead of the pointing the finger first at your partner mm-hmm. look into yourself and see what can I change what am I doing wrong and then move from there. So thank you for sharing that so part. Many that was so many lessons within this episode. And ultimately, they, they seek God. Yes. And God is love. And mm. love conquers all. And this is, this is their testimony. And I love you guys. I miss you guys. <laughs> oh, <laughs> thank you for sharing you love. Too, yeah. Well, thank you, thank you for being such a great example for us, especially navigating through this industry. Yeah. Uh, entertainment and radio and so on and so forth. And uh, Jimmy, you've been a huge part of helping me out. And Lorena, you've helped out Janet tremendously yeah. as well, understanding that radio wife life. The real wives of radio. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, <laughs> we're just grateful for you guys. So thank you so much for sharing your journey with us and our listeners. Thank you for having us. Thank, thank you for, you having, for us. having us. We are so honored to we call you our friends. You. We love your story. <laughs> thank you for being so open and vulnerable and humble about everything and just being so straightforward that God saved you guys. He sure Amen. did. Amen. <laughs> well, thank you, familia, for hanging out with us. Remember to love, serve, and celebrate each other. Muchas bendiciones. If you want to connect with us, hit us up en las redes sociales. Hashtag losotelos or losotelos.com. Que los bendiga. Thanks for listening to Hanging With. Losotelos Podcast. Best Western made booking our family beach vacation a breeze, and it felt a little like... (laughs) Time to go. Okay, kids, back in the room. Good night. Life's a trip. Make the most of it at Best Western. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid is about performance. Not just on the road, but in life. With not only trunk space, but room to make memories. It's electric, with a backup plan, where the only speed that matters is how fast you can slow down. The Volvo XC60 Recharge Plug-In Hybrid. Performance where it matters the most. Visit volvocars.com us to learn more.